Hello and welcome to another episode of Retro Bliss, your source for all things retro, or at least some things. Today we're going to be talking about uh, the Capcom wrestling game. Classic. Classic, apparently. Super Slam Masters. And I am, of course, one of your hosts, Trevor Franklin. And I'm Johnny Townsend, and you are about to enjoy a great episode of Retro Retro Bliss. everybody welcome to another episode of virtual bliss we want to start out first of all for thanking you for listening to us we've gotten some great feedback so far uh, and i hate to constantly be one of those podcasts that says hey you're listening to us you should go you know review us on itunes please uh, we're gonna beg you uh, please review us on itunes and you know why we're doing that trevor because we're annoying and obnoxious Okay, okay, do you know the other reason why we're doing oh, that? Oh, so people actually find us. That's right. Yeah. See, iTunes, for those of you who do not know, that's how they kind of uh, will help other podcasts. The more reviews you get, the more likely you are to be seen, yeah. in other words. I always, honestly always wonder why podcasters cared so much about that, but that's the reason. Yeah, that's the reason right there. It's not because they want to keep annoying you with the whole, hey, please, call, uh, please would you please come and uh, <laughs> review us, please? And that's that's how they all sound to me. I'm like scared. A, Officially. Like, a, like some sort of sad, sad woman or something. That's my woman voice. I'm good at characters. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, tonight, you know, with that being said, also go to our Facebook page. It's just Retro Bliss on Facebook. Uh, please interact with us. Uh, we also want to do, before we get into the game, we also want to say that uh, Trevor's schedule is about to get really hectic for a couple of weeks. Yeah, 10 weeks. <laughs> for 10 weeks, uh, his summer school classes start uh, and they're going to be you know, pure, pure agony. It's going to be like, I'm going to, this is a callback. It's going to be like having gout in both your feet for 10 weeks straight. Gout while Uncanny X-Men plays in front of you. We're the gout podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The only podcast, I promise you, Retro Bless is the only podcast that will not only talk about your old video games, but also gout. Speaking of gout, <laughs> here we go. Let's get a gout update real quick. Gout update, Trevor, go. Well, all the thoughts and prayers of the listeners must have worked because I feel pretty gout-free now. <laughs> but my wife found out we were doing this podcast thing and insisted on listening. Um, <laughs> overall, I think she enjoyed it. But every time I mentioned gout or any kind of poop joke, she just kind of had a disappointed look in her eyes. As like, she should have. Like, you are a grown man. Yes. And that's what you're talking about. Seriously? But anyways. So we promise you. Less of that. Or more. Depending on whatever mood we're in. Whatever mood we're in. Um, But Trevor, could you please tell us what game are we talking about today? Well, again, it's Saturday Night Slam Masters. Masters, Masters, Masters. For the Super Nintendo. It's a fighting game. It's a wrestling game, obviously. I guess you can tell from the title. Um, But it's from Capcom. So you can expect a little bit of Street Fighter in there. Um, a lot of Street Fighter. Maybe a lot of Street Fighter. If you Fighter. played a Street Fighter game, you will know how to play this game. Right. And I'd never... I don't know how popular this game was. I'd never heard of it growing up. Um, I saw it in a retro game store for like five bucks. And I was like, whoa, that looks cool. That's a free... What was the name of the store? Where they didn't sponsor us, Trevor? 
I don't know. <laughs> Good. Because they don't, if they sponsored us, sure, but they don't. That's right. That's so how we play it here. They're dead to us. Yeah, we don't even know who they are. Just like every listener that doesn't leave a five-star review. Dead to us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's but, not true. But please, could you please leave us a five-star review? Oh, I get a little Italian in there, too, just for the fun of it. Racist now, and sexist. That's what that is. <laughs> we're the only podcast that will talk about retro games, gout, and with a little bit of racism and sexism. That's not how we want to be known. But it's all, it's all due to stupidity. I promise we're innocent. <laughs> Complete ignorance. Ignorance. And all that fun stuff. Now, just for the record, neither of us are racist. I hate that we have to say that. Right. But anyway, it's the time we live in. Um, now, Trevor, when it comes to pro wrestling, I have always been, and still am, a big fan of pro wrestling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I've loved it since the WCW days. I've loved it since the WWF, now WWE days. And I still watch it to this day, even though it doesn't feel as cool as it used to be, or what, right. whatever. It's not as it got really huge in the ni- the late nineties, early two thousands, when you had your Stone Cold Steve Austin's, you had your The Rocks, you know, you had your Mankinds, and you had uh, your Bill mm-hmm. Goldbergs. And uh, what about you? How much into wrestling were you? Well, I wouldn't say I'm still into it as you are, but I was. There was a period of my life when I was just huge into it, and much to my mom's. Uh, <laughs> Um, dismay, yeah, chagrin. There's yeah. a word it's looking for. But Dad loved it, and he let me and my brother watch it. And Mom just, she would just come in every now and then and say, "That is so stupid. Like you should know better." <laughs> but yeah, we just, we just love, look forward to it so much there for a good few years. Now I want to let the listeners in. This is a honest podcast. We are honest. We talked about gout for crying out loud. Yeah. So we're going to be honest oh, right now. No. I'm going to say it, Trevor. Well, hold his- on before you say it. Okay. Just know I'm already married, mm-hmm. but there's still a possibility of divorce, so just be careful. She'll never, she's stuck. Okay, she's stuck. You're out. Right. Go and say whatever you're saying. <laughs> now, years ago, in our teenage years, yeah. Trevor, his brother, Derek, I'm just going to call him out, Derek, and myself were backyard wrestlers. Yep. Air quotes. He's using air quotes. You can't see those. I didn't use them. I'm proud of this, more so than you. Now, when I say backyard wrestlers, we would take out some incredibly padded, and I do mean incredibly <laughs> padded mats. Like, we would pad them beyond... Pillows and old mattresses, yes, pads. Yes. We did not want to get hurt in any <laughs> no. way possible. We were weaklings. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was the crusher. Johnny the crusher. Johnny the crusher Townsend, and you were Venom, of course. Venom. And your brother was uh, the, the Pinto Bean. The Pinto Bean. Which was our greatest creation of all time, <laughs> yes. by the way. Was his character. It's our way to torture him before he ended up bigger than both of us. Yeah, now he can beat us both up. And often does. <laughs> now, uh, Trevor, let's get into this game. Um, obviously, it's a Capcom game, so you're going to know what you're going to get into. As soon as I saw Capcom, I already had an idea of, and it was during this era, and still kind of right. now. They still have, the, they have their own style yeah. to their stuff. I think it's kind of sad that now I don't know if you can, they still have their own style, but I don't know if you can just say, oh, it's a Capcom game, it's going to be great. But honestly, I think in this what I call the golden era of video games, really from NES through the Genesis and SNES, if you saw Capcom on the box, you thought at the very least, this is going to be fun. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put it. Capcom, especially during that time, I'd probably even say up through the PlayStation years. Yeah, you're probably right, yeah. It was a name that you could count on to at least make a game that was at least playable for the most part. Oh, yeah. No, like, this one would be a good example of this. I never played this game before. I didn't even know this game existed until you brought it up to me. And I love wrestling. Yeah. That's why, that's why I had to get it, because 
we both have some history with wrestling, um, and I, I, neither one of us would ever heard of it, and the name just is awesome to begin Saturday with. Saturday Night Slam Masters. And the front of the cartridge, which I maybe will put that up on the Retro Bliss Facebook account. But don't get your hopes up. Please give us a We're quite lazy. Please <laughs> review it on the Facebook. Yeah, please, please. please. But yeah, the, the, the cover art lives up to the name. You have to check it out. Um, and so yeah, you just to, to get into, just when you start the game, you kind of get what you're expecting. Capcom quality, just graphics and sounds and music just blasting out of the speakers. Now, now, Trevor, you keep talking for a minute about this game like you are. I have to feed this cat because she is really getting on my nerves. That's professional. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> he's actually feeding a cat right now. That wasn't some kind of <laughs> metaphor. Yeah, just when you turn the game on, you see the 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 opening just blasting. This muscly dude just literally pops out of his shirt. The shirt just shreds everywhere. Um, and you're thinking, yeah, we're in for a good time. Yeah, that's, that's a good way to <laughs> That sounded it. bad. <laughs> that's a good way to put it, though. Now, it's it's literally, if you've literally played Street Fighter, like I said before, you will know how to play this game. All the combos are there. Um, all the, you know, Street Fighter has unique characters. You know, each character has their own kind of set of moves. And this is very similar to this. The only difference I would say is that you're actually in a ring, and you can actually get in and out of the ring, and you can climb the turnbuckles and all that fun stuff. Yeah, and kind of as an aside, I do agree it's a lot like Street Fighter, and it's some of the characters I even thought, wait, are they in Street Fighter? But a big difference here is I think this game was made for people who aren't necessarily fighting game fans, because you, I think you can just button mash and have a good time with this game. Oh, because I did, and that's why I right. yeah. That's why we both did, because full disclosure, I don't know what it is. I think I was always a little too ADD to really get into, into fighting games. I always respected them. But like Street Fighter, I never really learned the combos. Um, Half disclosure, some of these characters do actually appear on other stuff. No. But that's what Capcom would do. They're known for that. So, yeah, even for someone like me who never was hardcore into fighting games, I feel like this game is a really good uh, mixture of of fighting game and just brawling wrestling. Yeah, and and before we get into the characters, let's talk about the look of the game. Yeah. the, the game, obviously, like we said before, is Capcom. It's got the Street Fighter look. Like, as soon as you uh-huh. put it in, if you put those same character designs of those characters in a Street Fighter game, like, it, it would, they would just fit right oh, in. Oh, yeah. For sure. And that is to say, the game looks excellent, really. I oh, mean... It's it's a great-looking game. It really does. The The package is just... The ring looks great. The audience looks great. Um, the, the, the colors are really vibrant yeah, on it. Yeah, everything pops. The sprites are huge. I mean, think about how big these characters are on the screen, really. Yeah. yeah. Um... Really great looking game. Huge sprites. Sprites, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was really impressed with the way the game looks. Um, to say that it looks like Street Fighter, except it's a wrestling game, is not a slam at all. Pun intended. Um, it's a really good looking game. It's not a Saturday Night Slam. Right. At all. At, at all. It's a, it's a great looking game. It's. I mean, now, we're not giving a review, overall review yet, but we're, as you can tell, this was enjoyable. <laughs> Right, and uh, and I would say the music and the sound effects, totally up to Capcom standards. Oh, for sure. I was going to bring up the music, too. Even from the opening thing, the music just felt, you just felt at home. Does that make right. sense? Like, it, as soon as I heard it, I was like, oh, yes, we're going to be having some great times with the Capcom game. It had that uh, that Super NES uh, shredding guitar. Wee, wee, wee! Just like that. Exactly like that. Yeah, that was Trevor, not the cat. Now, you know, they're, like I said, they are, I have to count here, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 
90 and 10 characters you can choose from. 10 characters, and uh, it looks like on the battle mode, you know, just the one versus one. Oh, there's two modes. That's a good way to put it. There's well, yeah, two there's modes. two modes. Battle mode and yeah, team mode, which is awesome. Which is a tag team battle royale. Right. Royale is a good way to put it. And for some reason, in the battle royale, you actually get 10 characters right from the start. But in the verses, only eight. Well, there's reasons for that, and I'll get to that oh, in a second. Oh, okay. But, you know, and I'm at Royale. It's hard for me sometimes to say words. Well, that's just, we live in the South. What can you say? Well, they uh, couldn't tell from our accents at all. No. We've hidden that very well. You know, uh, and I will say, though, the <laughs> before we get to the characters again, each character has their own little entrance thing, and I do mean little. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you do describe the entrances for us. Well, each one has like lights and their own different music and all that stuff. Their own certain walks, little things that they come with. Like one of them uh, has like a, a monkey with them. Even one of them has a like a scarf that he throws off. You know, they have all these cool. They they really look like professional wrestlers. It's what right. the '80s professional wrestlers is how this comes off. But the entrances, even though it has all that stuff in it, last not even. Not even 10 seconds. Much oh, less than 10 seconds. Probably four seconds. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. They start, like, you get the music and the lasers yeah. and the fanfare, and then they just disappear. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. It's literally, you could be like, oh, man, oh, man, Jumbo Flapjack is coming. To oh, he's already in the ring. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, but I have to say, this has to be one of the first, at least American wrestling ga or wrestling games released in America that had entrances that I know of. I was surprised they were in there. I wasn't even expecting right. anything, and the one we're gonna get to a little nit. I'm gonna get to a little nitpick right off the bat. The only nit these are very minor, and it didn't ruin the game for me at all. But you know, in Capcom games, there's always in their fighting games, especially the Street Fighter games, you always have little things that the characters would say in between matches or after the match. Yeah, and you have no time to read that at all. Oh yeah, <laughs> no time. Me and Trevor would not hit a button so we could read these, and you did not have time. It's like, hey, why'd you hit the button? I didn't. Yeah, we well, got into a fight. My eye is black and blue because Trevor punched me repeatedly, and it's this friendship. And you can probably hear my cat meowing. Trevor, go let the cat out. I won't talk about this. This episode is dedicated to my cat. <laughs> She's taken over this episode. Unless you don't like cats, you please review us on iTunes. Please review us. Now, each wrestler, like we said, as Trevor lets the cat out, uh, you know, has their own look. They each look very distinct. Uh, you can tell they were going for all the different nationalities, all the different versions of 80s wrestlers you can think of. There's like a Hulk Hogan-ish one. Every stereotype you can imagine. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. It's like an episode of Real World. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. They try to cover everything. Now, I have a list of the, the wrestlers here. First you have, and I want to try to pronounce these correctly, Biff Slamkovic or Slamkovic. It's got to be Slamkovic. Slamkovic. Like a sandwich and a slam. Who was from the Ukraine. He stood about 6'4", and about 260-something pounds. And then you had Gunlock from Slamtown, USA. <laughs> that was the name. And now, standing 6'5", weighing 320 pounds, from Slamtown, USA. <laughs> Kids, he's just $5. <laughs> you had the great Oni? Is that how you would say that? Oni oh, from Japan. You had Titanic Tim, who was... Seven foot nine. Wow. From England. And his dislike was small people, which would be everybody compared to him. Wow. That makes he sense. literally, his character literally would tower over everybody else. Yeah, he looked ridiculous walking because he was so massive. <laughs> yeah. And running was a great joy for <laughs> yes. me. 
Uh, you had El Stingray, who of course was like the Lucha Libre, and for you those who don't know wrestling, that's the like the wrestlers down in Mexico. That's what they're called. The ones that usually wear the mask and do all yeah. the high flying stuff. Uh, and his character was actually a lot of fun. He flew around like he was like instead of rolling in and out of the ring, he jumped in and out of the ring, and he was really cool. Those are always the most fun wrestlers to watch, anyways. Yeah, the ones who flip and do all those yeah. crazy stuff who look like they could kill themselves in any second. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you had Mike Hagar, who was from USA. Uh, he would actually uh, would go on to appear in other uh, games. Like he has apparently small roles in Street Fighter games, not as a fighter, but as a character in those games. Huh. You had Alexander the Greater. <laughs> and greater, I mean G R A T E R. Cheese Greater. Correct. <laughs> now, originally in the Japan version of the game, he was from Australia. But when he came over here, they said he was from Kentucky, USA. <laughs> he was, apparently, if I remember right, he had started out as a butcher and decided to be a professional wrestler. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, that's a complete career path there. <laughs> if you want to get into pro wrestling, you got to be a butcher first, <laughs> and that's just how it is. And you also had Jumbo Flapjack, which of course is making me hungry. By well, number one, is the greatest name I've ever heard. Jumbo Flapjack, and his name fits how the character looks. Yeah. He is humongous. Think Zangief, but like really, really portly. That's when I thought, oh, Zangief's in the game? Well, that's cool. Yeah. There's crossover. And then I saw him, and he's like a bowl of jelly. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. But he he moved crazy well. Yeah. Uh, you had King Rostamon, who's from the D- Dominican Republic, and he's the one that came with the monkey. Uh, his likes was his monkey, and his dislikes was anybody messing with his monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and you had the scorpion, and the reason why he didn't appear during the original thing is he apparently is the main villain of the game. Okay, and that was the thing I was going to tell you. So, like, and he's uh, this he just he wears a mask too, but he's really quick and fast, and and uh, he's all these characters. Honestly, there's not a one of these that I did not like playing as. No, they're all fun, and just because they're so quirky and stereotypical. And over the top, that they're just fun. Yeah, that's good. This whole—that's how we kind of would describe this game. Yeah, there's not really a lot of meat to it. No, I mean it's compared to Street Fighter, but it's nowhere near that deep. Yeah, that's a good way to put. it. But it's a lot easier to start playing and mashing buttons. Yeah, I mean, as in, I'd hope there was a sequel to this, and technically there was, but it just was never released to like home consoles or any right. of that stuff. It's Japan only, I believe, too. Yeah, it was also Japan only, where it was called something else, but I already forgot the name of it. Oh, it was a funny name. We should have wrote it down. It was Pro... Muscle Bomber. Or muscle like Bomber. That, that was it. Something like that. And Muscle Bomber 2. <laughs> <laughs> the That's Return great. of the Muscles. That might even be better than Saturday Night Slam Masters. It's a tough call. It's a tough call, yeah. Muscle Bomber just sounds painful. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like something you go to the doctor for. Um, what's wrong with my back? You've had, a, you've had a Muscle Bomber. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. You've had gout for so long that it's actually caused a, a <laughs> Muscle Bomber in your left uh, calf muscle. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of what it sounds like to me. Um, do you? Is there anything else you want to bring up about the actual game itself? Well, um, like I said, I just think it's... I think for me it works as someone who never had the patience for figuring out all the combos. You don't have to to have fun. And playing off of that is apparently... This is really a cool discovery um, on the wiki of Pedias. Apparently it has a four-player mode on the Super Nintendo version uh, with the multiplayer adapter. Which I have, so that's pretty awesome. That, that would be a lot of fun. I could see that being yeah. a blast, getting uh, four buddies right. together and playing that. Because I just don't, yeah, I just think uh, for the accessibility and that, yeah, I think that's going to be a great four-player game. That, that would be the one negative I would say about this game, too, is that as a single-player game, I would not recommend it. Yeah, I'm not sure there's enough. I think it would be fun for a kid at the time it came out, but now 
Yeah, I don't know if there's enough there that I would love to play it as a single player game. Yeah, but now, like just me and you playing it was a blast. Oh yeah. But I don't think, and I, like I said, I'm a big wrestling nerd. I don't think I could get into it just by myself. But I will say, uh, I think what stands out, um, well, it really is the multiplayer that stands out. The four player mode is awesome. I mean, I assume it's awesome. But the <laughs> fact that in two player, you can just play one on one, or you can do team. You can team up against a tag team match against a computer and play through the whole tournament that way, which is just really cool. Yeah, that is a cool way to do it. I really like that a lot. Oh, and speaking of that, do you want to talk about the difficulty spike? Yeah, uh, the game was originally on four star out of, you know, Capcom has a history of doing their difficulty out of stars. I think that's how, yeah. how the Street Fighter games were. Yeah, I guess so. And, you know, Trevor originally was going to knock us up to 10, and I, and I knew that was a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> so he knocked it down to three. Which is less than what it starts on. And we couldn't beat it. <laughs> Three out of ten stars, and we made it the third or fourth match. I think we made it to the fourth. The thing is, though, the first match was like, oh, I made a mistake by turning the stars down because we barely got hit, and we killed the two computer players. Then the second match, we barely made it. And the it was, third match, I don't think we ever beat it. <laughs> we didn't. We made it to the third match every time. Could not get past it. And also, those couple of jerks they were would not review us on iTunes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Even though I was like, oh, please, review us on iTunes. So they punched me in the face for asking. As the listeners are probably punching themselves for listening to this now. Uh, is there anything else you want to bring up about the game? Um, just overall, I think it's a fun package. I, I don't think, um, like, if this were a super obscure game and it was like $60, which is not uncommon with Super Nintendo games, unfortunately, I don't know if, unless I really knew that I had three other buddies that were huge wrestling fans, I don't know if I'd fork out that kind of money for it. But yeah, for the... I mean, it's probably in the $10 price range. I think I looked out and got it for like 5 bucks, But I think it's worth it. If, if you have at least one friend who is into fighting games and or wrestling games, I think it's... Yeah. I think it's worth the money is what I'm saying. I agree with that. And, you know, let's go ahead and get into our actual overall... Since you kind of already started reviews. Yeah. Out of, you know, 1 to 10 power bombs, how many power bombs do you give this game? 1 being the 1 power bomb, and you'll say, eh... And 10 power bombs being you give this game a KO knockout pin, which means it's the best game you've ever played. So I don't want to go too far with this because we'll probably cover one of these games later. But I have a deep love for the Nintendo 64 wrestling games. Oh, yeah, that's for sure me too. Revenge, WrestleMania. Still to so this day, good. the to me, the best wrestling games. Oh, yeah, No me. Mercy. So good. So if those were probably 9.5 power bombs. Yeah. I would say this one's more like, with single player, I give it six power bombs. But with multiplayer, it's definitely seven power bombs uh, from the top turnbuckle. <laughs> with with the addition of the four player mode, I think in short spurts it could be a seven out of ten power bombs. That's a good way to put it. In short spurts, this is a great game. Uh, that's why I can't give it the ten. Obviously, is because I don't think. The fun and appeal of it will last forever. There's not a lot of replayability, especially by yourself. Right. But now if you're playing with, with two to four buddies, I can see it being a lot of fun for, like you said, a short burst. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we also have the – there's really it's a disadvantage to this game that we know the other wrestling games. Yeah. Because in my mind, I compare every wrestling game to those games. I think it comes closer to those than probably anything else I played from, like, this era. But, it, yeah, those games were just so unbeatable. Yeah. Yeah, but that's also what I'm going to base this on. For right. the era this game came out, I could see myself, if I knew about it, loving this game as oh, a yeah. kid. I'm going to give this, as an overall package, a 7 out of 10 power bombs, just from the middle rope. 
<laughs> I'm being realistic here. <laughs> and it's a fun game. I say if you have buddies to play it with, friends, uh, get it for sure for like five, ten bucks. It's worth it. You know, it's a fun multiplayer game for sure. And But just don't expect to get engrossed in how deep it is because it's not deep at all. Although, to be fair, since we only made it to the third match, maybe there's more to it than we think. But That's true. <laughs> but we were playing it a while. <laughs> yeah. But again, we've, we've let it out of the bag, the cat out of the bag. Or out of the door front and door. And out of the house that we're idiots. So, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good game. Not going to set your world on fire, but it, it might if you have not expected such a neat wrestling game from that era. That is, that's the other thing I was going to say about it, too. It, it was a lot better than I was expecting. Right, just... Yeah, it works. It works, and it, a lot of wrestling games from that time just don't work, I don't think. Yeah, for sure. Like, I don't even remember half of them anymore. Yeah. But, but, you know, so that's been your review of Saturday Night Slim Masters. And, of course, this is everybody's favorite moment, of which we still do not have music for. So, Trevor, please sing us the intro song to <laughs> Trivia. Retro Bliss Trivia. That's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> now, I think it's my turn to start first on this. Now, the, in the trivia portion of our podcast, we always ask questions that relate to the game in some way. And this was a wrestling game. And it was a Capcom game. So that's where all my questions are going to come from. Trevor, your first question is, King Rostamon's monkey, whose name happened to be Freak, <laughs> is A, smarter than King Rostamon with an IQ of 200. B, his assistant who helps him do all kinds of things including helping him win matches. C, supposedly is able to even speak and talk better than King Rustamon. Which one of those is it? <laughs> I was a little worried you were going to pick one of my quiz questions here. Um, i got to be honest, I think this game has some sort of racist against America undertones. Um, <laughs> it's a very Japanese game. It's not American. And... Um, you know, not racist. That's too strong of a word. But anyways. I, I, didn't, I didn't feel the game was racist. Not I'm racist. Just, just stereotyping. There's the yeah, word I meant. Yeah. So I'm thinking it was probably the, what was the third choice? He's able to talk. I'll just lower it down. Talk there. better than Rostamon. Yeah. I think that's probably it. He has a better, a more capable understanding of speech than his than the guy he runs around with. I think that could be it. So. Well, you're. it's a trick question. It's all three of those. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, a little bit of stereotyping. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently his monkey helps him win matches. Uh, is crazy smart and talks better than him. <laughs> Which, you know, I thought was... Of all the characters, and maybe just because he came to the ring with a monkey, and I just think monkeys are great. <laughs> maybe that's why I kind of I like that character a lot. I don't know. But, uh, here's a peanut. <laughs> it's me. So, my first question is pretty close to that. That's a little scary. Okay. Um, what is King Rostamon's Japanese name? Uh, is it Pasta King? Missing IQ Gomez <laughs> or Monkey Head. I mean, all those are fantastic. I'm not going to be disappointed in whatever the answer is. <laughs> I'm going to go with the first one because I love it the most. Pasta King? Yes. No, but I thought you would uh, I'd trip you up with that one. It's uh, Missing IQ Gomez. <laughs> <laughs> well, Again, that kind a little of, bit of stereotype. That kind of fits into the monkey being smarter than him, yeah. too. Yeah, he's just a, just a simple man. They changed a lot for the American version. <laughs> yeah, they, they definitely made the American characters look less stupid in the American version. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Trevor, here's another question for you. Now, all the rings now in the game, you go all across the world, just like in a Street Fighter game, but you're just there's rings instead of uh, 
levels or whatever you want to call it. We do go across all across the world, right. from the America to Russia to Japan and all of those. Now, in all these different games, there are certain characters who actually appear, if you look for them, and make little appearances in the backgrounds. Oh. Now, who appeared in the background of this game at one point? Is it A, Zangief, Balrog, and E. Honda, who are from Street Fighter? Oh, yeah. Is it B, Hulk Hogan? The uh, Macho Man Randy Savage. Yeah, snapping to us, Slim Jim. And Andre the Giant? Or is it C, Danny Tanner, Steve Urkel, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch? <laughs> well, C would be awesome. <laughs> well, it is a Capcom game, so I'm going to have to go with E-Piston Honda and his uh, group there. Yeah, it's definitely, the, it's definitely that one. <laughs> yeah. so I really hoped it would be like the, the Friday Night lineup to ABC there, but it wasn't, <laughs> sadly. That's my childhood. I'd watch all those shows. <laughs> and Boy Meets World, shout out. Much love. Sad shell of an existence. Uh, so your second question. Uh, pausing, pausing the game before landing a move will do this. A, increase the damage of your move. B, cause your character to fly out of the ring. Or C, pause the game. C. Well, I guess technically that's true, but it's also C and A. It'll actually increase the damage of your move. Really? Yeah, if the internets are to be believed, and the internets never lied to me before. The internets have never lied to us once. But yeah, it, uh, it actually, when you unpause the game, apparently increases the damage of your move, which is not cheap at all. No, that's how I would want every game to be. Yeah. So maybe we could win that third team match. That's what we were doing wrong. We were not constantly pausing the game yeah. before we'd hit a move. No, my 10-year-old self would have totally have done that. No, I remember your 10-year-old self because I was an 11-year-old self during that time. And I would try to get you put in cheat codes and you wouldn't do it. <laughs> I was kind of a weird little kid. You were... <laughs> <laughs> I also remember this is just a trip down memory lane just an aside to this I'd be the one be like hey let's put it on easy so we can get used to it and then we can go up and you'd be like nope we're not doing that no we gotta follow the rules <laughs> you gotta put my glasses on let me push my glasses on my head so I was a bad influence is what I'm yeah. <laughs> that's why I turned to a life of crime <laughs> that's right uh, is it your turn for a question? I believe it is yes All right. now Trevor this is the toughest question of all oh man you will probably need a moment to think about this. I hate pressure. Are you ready? Nope. All right, here it goes. Who would win in a fight? Me. One or A? I wrote down numbers instead of letters for this for some dumb reason. A, Jumbo, Flapjack. <laughs> the greatest obese wrestler of all time. <laughs> I don't think you even need to read the rest, but go ahead. Two, Venom, who may oh. perhaps be one of the one of the most underrated wrestlers who once landed on another wrestler's knee with his crotch and ran around his house three <laughs> times due to intense pain. That was not me. There's no way that was me. <laughs> or C. Crusher, who uh, Venom's dad would constantly tell him to hit somebody with a chair because it looked cool. <laughs> well, this has to be the Venom. Well, any answer you give, I was going to accept. <laughs> <laughs> no, but now explain. Why do you think the Venom would win? Well, the Venom, uh -huh. who may or may not have been my teenage self, um, was very skinny at that time. Wore a... Like ridiculous, like, like over-the-top skinny. Like Mark Hamill in the original Star Wars, uh, if he was like anorexic <laughs> and less attractive <laughs> and a worse actor. That was, uh, <laughs> that was me when I was in the backyard wrestling and I had a rubber snake. Oh, and, I forgot about the rubber snake. Yeah. Yep. And a lot of goofy lines. And, uh, yeah, so I think that's obvious that I would have won. 
Yeah, I can't compete with that. You're you right. You really can't. But so. we, to be fair, we'd always have your brother in because we thought it was funny. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> he had one move. His character name was Pinto Bean. And his move was the Bean Popper. He also had the Oscar Mayer Weenie Smasher. And Oscar Mayer Weenie Smasher. And I don't think we're going to explain what either of those are. But just, uh, you can guess. <laughs> Their names kind of give away what yeah. they were. Now, keep in mind, we did not ever want to get hurt. So these na- so these moves were as tame as they possibly could be. Yes. <laughs> so, like, when I hit somebody with a chair, like I said earlier, I mean, when Crusher hit somebody with yes, a chair. it wasn't you. It was, nobody was getting hurt. No. <laughs> the only time the moves ever looked good is when our back was to the camera, so you couldn't see our hands <laughs> going up way ahead of time yeah. to block the move. Yeah, we had tables and a phone brick, I mean, a real brick. A real brick, yeah. Yeah, and all kinds of crazy stuff. <laughs> so, your final question. Yeah, right, hit me. Not really, don't hit me. Uh, we're over those days. Uh, your final question. Uh-huh. What is the Scorpion's nickname? Oh. Was it the Brown Streak? <laughs> it has to be. The Brown Spark? Oh, no. Or C, seriously, more poop jokes? <laughs> well, the audience answer is C. <laughs> my answer, and in my heart, I hope this is true, is that it's A. <laughs> it was actually the Brown Spark, oh. which is still pretty bad. <laughs> still bad. The, brown, the other one. I think there was a translation error there. <laughs> There's never been in the history of video games translation errors from Japanese to American. It was all intentional. Yeah. And also, as another side note, all these characters were, I can't remember the guy's name, but all these characters who were designed were designed by a guy who was famous for doing animes over in Japan. Oh, yeah. I think I saw that. And uh, yeah, I think his art made it into some of the games itself. Yeah. Like, I guess the character designs. So I'm an artist by day, but I don't really follow the anime stuff very much because, you know, nothing against it just isn't my cup of tea. I do recognize it looks great, but, you know. Um, but, you know, maybe if you like anime, you can look into that. I wish I could remember his name. It would be very helpful, but. Is it, is some, of the average, yeah. Yeah, some of the material I saw looked really cool. I'm sure it was his stuff. Yeah. I, I, and also, I feel like that they felt that they were going to do more with this game at first because there's little seeds of story thrown in every once in a while, especially from the little research I did. Uh, you know, like the, the guy's monkey, for example, yeah. or. Uh, they're actually being a main villain, even. So, the, you know, I think they were trying to go somewhere with it. They just didn't do past two games. Right, yeah. I am actually really confused. This didn't make it bigger in America. Um, I mean, it's a wrestling game that came out in the early to mid-90s. It looks great. It's Capcom. I'm surprised I'd never heard of it anyways. Yeah, but, but yeah. you know, now you have. Uh, yeah. Go out, support your local stores that, you know, sell these retro games, too. You know, those are becoming less and less, and... Support us, please, as we said before. Go to iTunes. Subscribe to us, for one. B, write us a review. Please write us a, please write us a review, please. He's just going to get more annoying if you don't do yeah. it. So please do it, for my sake. So please do. Write us a review. It helps us out majorly. We will appreciate it, mostly as we can. Uh, that's it for now. Please join us next time on Retro Bliss. See you later.